Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here. We've got Victor Speck on the other side. What's up, y'all? How's it going? Who are you telling me how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. You're telling y'all how's it going, eh? It's just not going live that way, you know. People can be like, yeah, yeah, we good, we good. Yeah, you know? when, when you ask a question, then people can hear uh, you know, what you say. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, so today we're back again. Uh, this time we're on uh, Victor's crib, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more about, um, you know, some football. Um, as you guys all have known, uh, uh, this weekend's results were, you know, pretty intense, and some people are going to be feeling the heat. Some people are really under pressure. Um, <clears throat> not Ole though. <laughs> not Ole though. <laughs> well, well, well. If anything, he's the he's the one who's uh, mostly under pressure. But uh, uh, we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see where that takes us because mm-hmm. he's always been in this uh, position, and somehow he always comes out uh, on top. Yeah, so that's what that's what we call the man you bail squad. The bail squad is about to help bail him out again. <laughs> yeah. Against well, against Liverpool, I think Man U is going to win. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but also as well, Chelsea won against Brentford oh, in a what very a what a game. in a game of suffering. That game, when I watched that game, I saw a lot of suffering from uh, you know the Chelsea backline, but in the man. at least in the last 10, 15 minutes. But you know? but even even before that, you guys you know uh, they hit the post, hit the post yeah, a couple, couple times. times. So but uh, you guys came through. Um, so we will cover that uh, piece there. And uh, we'll also cover the Newcastle uh, takeover by the Saudi Arabians. Um, and we'll cover um, Gianno Infantino's uh, and Arsenal Wenger's push for a World Cup for every two years. Mm-hmm. So, starting off with United, man. Did you catch this game, bro? Yeah, I watched the game. You know, you watched the game? Nice. Yeah. Um, what do you think? <laughs> what do I think? <laughs> what do I think of Manchester United all the time? Oh, man. Absolute shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, yeah, like yeah. the play, the, the the team is in shambles, man. You you guys, I've been saying this for a while. You need to get a new coach. Like first off, you need to get a new coach because it looks like these boys are still not being coached properly, right? We just went through a whole review about like the defensive side of the game, yeah. And you could see like obviously it's happened over and over again, and they're not learning. So at some point you gotta be like, yeah, this manager is not really teaching these boys anything, yeah, right? Yeah, no, the the I, I'm not gonna go too much into the the whole thing, but um, yeah, United just were poor as uh, normal, and you know I've I've re I've regurgitated the same thing. Maybe I'm not saying the word properly, but I've regurgitated the same thing over and over again with this team and the problems that come with how we we play football. Uh, some people say, "Oh, there's no style of play." There is a style of play; it's just not effective, mm-hmm. um, and uh, there's and it's not coherent enough. It's not coherent enough for you and anybody to be able to see or, it or consistent. Enough. Yeah, and consistent. Uh, but right from the get go, you can tell Leicester had like a plan. Like you know, mm-hmm. they were pressing high, uh, pushing up, denying space to Maguire and denying space to like you know our outlet, who usually from the back line is Luke Shaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the midfield, we have Matic and Pogba, who are kind of you know holding the midfield line. But um, they looked, uh, you know, they looked to be overrun by the Leicester's uh, 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 pressing system. Mm-hmm. And you can tell right from then that that was an issue, and it's obvious. Like, dude, we say this thing, right? Like, you know, I was almost, I was very, I was very passionate prior to the recording right now, yeah. as we talked about uh, the defensive side. But it was saying, like, you know, 
how these are the same old things that I've been mentioning with this team. Um, I have said it over and over and over again. Uh, press United, and we, we, we don't know what we're going to do, mm-hmm. right? Keep the ball. We would not press you. So it's uh, And it's even much more worse since Ronaldo's come in because Ronaldo... You know, Ronaldo doesn't press yes, very yeah. high, and and honestly, to an extent, mm-hmm. um, as as a coach, that uh, I I have a system where my my forwards, uh, my striker, my sole striker himself, do minimal defensive they, work. Not that they do minimal, but they don't do heavy intense pressing. I don't like them pressing that heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'd rather have them shadow mm-hmm. and then have uh, the wingers and the midfielders uh, take on the responsibility of uh, the press work, right? So uh, while they shadow and prevent balls from coming in through where um, the opposition wants the ball. So Mm -hmm. what will happen usually is you see teams, they will set up a system where their midfielders are integral to how they want to play, which is most teams. Most teams want their midfielders on the ball, their center mids on the ball. So what you can do is you can have with your forward, your center forward or your strikers, is have them shadow the center backs. So and what and when they shadow the center backs, as in, oh, sorry, the center mids, and when they shadow the center mids is they are stopping the center backs from trying to play that ball, that direct ball to their midfielders, mm-hmm. um, and they're forced to like go back, return rather than you know pass through you. So you can work away with that, but your system really has to. Uh, your the other guys around the team has to press ferociously at, at whichever specific zone that the opposition comes into. Mm-hmm. So. That's kind of how you work things out. Now, <clears throat> at the end of the day, as we used to always said, we're not uh, professional coaches. We don't have our UEFA Pro license or whatnot. But, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we're working some uh, uh, coaching capacity and playing capacity with our teams. Right. Um, but either way, that's just if if, uh, if a manager wants to, I don't, if Ole wants something specific from Ronaldo or wants something specific from his forwards, mm-hmm. um you know, maybe pressing isn't one of the things, and you just ha- or you just have to find a way. Especially with Ronaldo, Ronaldo is not going to start pressing all of a sudden, yeah. right? So, but the other parallels to this game, and I want to kind of talk about the positive because there's a lot of negatives that I said before this podcast, and I, you know, I want to, you know, talk a little bit more about the positive. The positive side of this guy is. Um, at least Rashford came back and scored, man. Mm. <laughs> and Greenwood's goal was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a positive. <laughs> Those goals were beautiful, Individual right? Brilliance. <clears throat> Individual brilliance. Individual yeah. brilliance, right? And um, then the negative comes down to, I mentioned, I think, in the last couple of last podcasts, I mentioned that uh, uh, Rashford is um, might be the saving grace. Mm-hmm. And the run of games that Ole is going to go into Ole Juju is going to come in. Yeah. And we're going to be winning some of these games. Yeah. Leicester was the easiest out of all of them. We just lost it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know now. Um, I'm expecting, I am expecting that, um, yeah, I don't know. You guys are going to beat Liverpool. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not expecting we're going to be... Van der Beek is going to come and play. <laughs> nah, I'm not, expect, I'm not expecting that. I'm expecting that we're going to probably likely tie with mm-hmm. Liverpool. And what that would do, and the way the players are going to... Because the players are now are playing for themselves too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you can't just be coming out there, and especially a big rivalry game at home. Mm-hmm. The fans will not allow you to to put up a bad performance, right? They, yeah. they just will not allow that, right? So, um, I, I'm, 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 expe- I'm expecting that there will be a reaction mm-hmm. from the team. There's going to be a reaction. And even Atlanta, everybody's saying we may lose to Atlanta. Yeah, we may lose to Atlanta. But I'm expecting that we're gonna 
you know, put up a show against mm-hmm. those guys because that's just what Ole does. But apart from that, man, it's been shit, man. The football has been terrible. The football has been woefully terrible. And like, you also noticed that Sancho has gotten slower. I was about, I was actually about to call that out. It's not even Sancho has gotten slow. Sancho just doesn't know, like anything to do on this team. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't know. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, you can see him trying to do stuff, but he it's just not. It doesn't work. I, I also think he doesn't look good in red. What do you mean in red? Yeah, red is not his color. That's <laughs> all. Get out of here. But I. Yeah, no, he, he looks just, much better in yellow and black, man. Nah, red is not his color. I don't even think it's a matter of red being his color or whatever. I just think it's this the the way we play football. It doesn't it doesn't work to his benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, we have I mean we have the game here. You just saw the way he moved there, right? Yeah, like yeah. it just doesn't doesn't work to his benefit. Sancho is a guy that wants to play those intricate passes, maybe yeah. take on a guy here and there, right? Mm-hmm. Move into space, yada yada yada, right? We were crying out for a right winger. We've been asking, yo, we need a right winger. Mm-hmm. We need a right winger. Well, we need a right winger. The right, right? Ole gets him. He's not, as he said, he's not playing on the right. Okay, yeah, he's good on the left, but, you know, he's just not. He's not playing on the right. And then we have Greenwood there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Gunwood. <laughs> right? So there's just so many, so many, so many things with the team. Like, there's no, um, there's so many issues, man. Right, and then now I think uh, the last podcast when we were talking, I was talking to Ziad, and Ziad mentioned that um, you know the fan base is starting to get antsy, and you know the 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 top guys out in the in the UK are getting a little bit antsy with the performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, he, but that's not going to change. Anything. It's not going to change anything. The, the the Glazers, unless only mathematically, isn't going to win. Uh, I mean, is he going to make top four? Then they will fire him. Isn't Maybe they will fire isn't him. Isn't he one of his good friends as the football director? Yeah, John Moto, all these guys. Yeah. Uh, they all come from the same cloth. So. But uh, but Woodward is getting fired this year. Uh, I mean, resigning this year. He already did. Yeah, but at the end of the year. He's oh, yeah? going to be leaving, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. he's still there right now. Yeah. Wow, I thought, it, I thought he actually just resigned no. and left already. No, no, he didn't leave. He, they announced that he's going to be leaving at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so John Morto, the whole Super League thing, a bunch of things, right? Mm-hmm. He was kind of the fall guy, but I mean, he has been failing for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think Woodward just said, "Look, I'm out, man." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But is anything really going to change? Are they going to put in a proper footballing guy in there? <laughs> but uh, they, they're still protecting him. Like the like people people Zia was mentioned that more people are coming out and they're more upset. And yes, he's right. I'm now seeing a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also Akinde. You know, well, you know that Akinde is, uh, in my opinion, a terrorist. Um, <laughs> but I'm also seeing a whole lot more um, an extremist, not a terrorist. But mm-hmm. I'm also seeing a whole lot more of um, uh, what they call it. Uh, 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 big top reds or you know people who are directly involved like with United, United be a little bit more disgruntled mm-hmm. but I think in the core a lot of people are protecting him they're protecting they're stopping people from doing anything they're stopping people from you know going in after him yes <laughs> the, the Sa- Saeed guy Saeed um, I think that's his name the guy on uh, on Matching Stays Red or something and he's like, uh, I've had enough, man. I've oh, that video. I saw that, I saw that video. I've yeah. had enough. <laughs> yeah, that guy, he says some funny things. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, the 
the top press are they are starting to get antsy. They're mm-hmm. getting antsy. But man, it's too late, guys. Like, I hate to say it, man. I feel like I told a lot of people so. For the longest time, I I have warned a lot of United fans. I have mentioned a lot of things that were wrong. I have said it over and over and again. I, I told you guys, Ronaldo is not the way. It's not the answer. Mm. He will not solve the problem. He will not solve the problem of a central defensive midfielder, right? You know, we've got good old Matic who's trying his best, but he's old. He can't carry it out by himself. Mm-hmm. Even Pogba, who's doing his old thing, is aging. Not, well. well, Pogba's not even aging. Pogba's just. Is he 29 now? Yeah, he's 29, but still, it's, that's not even that's not even an issue. Like, nothing is. He, 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 you can put Pogba on this team. You can even, I, I, I can even say you can put in, like, the whole Liverpool squad. And we'll still have the same issues that we've been having, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, the problem is... From the higher-ups. From the higher-ups, and it's with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and his coaching staff. Mm-hmm. They are simply not good enough. Yeah. They're simply not good enough. There's no way you can have a team this good, right? And at least you cannot formulate a good strategy whereby you're not con- you know, conceding goals left, right, and center. You haven't gotten a clean sheet for how many games, mm-hmm. Right. And everybody, okay, there's one thing they used to, we used to beat the stick with, right? We always used to say, oh, um, uh, United is the best away team unbeating run for 29, which is one of the most stupidest unbeating <laughs> runs, right? It's gone now. Yeah. It's gone. It's, it's, we've, we've, <laughs> we've, gotten, we've, we've gotten rid of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's only in his coaching staff. There's nothing more you can do. The Glazers... Uh, are not going to fire themselves. So anybody who's been like, oh, Glazers need to go, like, look, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. The Glazers, they, you guys rioted. What did the Glazers do? They gave you Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't, what are you going to write about now? <laughs> yeah, like, we can riot. We can complain. Or well, Let me, sorry, not riot. Uh, protested, right? Mm-hmm. Let me correct myself here. Protested. What are you going to protest about now? Everybody, I'm seeing, dude, I look at our away kits. That's fucking fire. That kit is fire. Mm. Last season, I was dissing the away kits. I was like, those kits are terrible. We're a joke. If we lose with Zebra on our thing, people will call us Zebra Crossing. <laughs> right? This time, we have better kits. Mm-hmm. We're losing. Our red, our red kit looks mint. Our blue kit, blue and white kit looks mm-hmm. mwah, Right? Our, our blue and yellow kit, oh my God, bro. I, even, even me, who I'm like, I'm not going to spend any of the money on kits, on gear, on merch, mm-hmm. until they freaking get a good proper director of football and they get a good coach and they fix the f- footballing philosophy and the idea mm-hmm. or, or the footballing aspect improves. I was even considering buying it. When people were going to ask me, yo, Benz, what do you want for Christmas? I was going to be like, yo, hook me up with those third kits, bro. <laughs> right? All that shit, homie. Like, I, I was... I, I'm not gonna lie, man. They are doing the things that a lot of people have been crying about. Mm-hmm. They're doing them. Yeah, they don't care if you know uh, we, we win the league. Maybe they only want top four, mm-hmm. right? But still, man, you know. So, uh, and I'm I'm looking at all this, right? I'm looking I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm just like, you can't really blame them too much. You can't blame them too much. Mm-hmm. There, there's reports coming out right now that's saying. United, we're looking for where, where the the plan was Sancho, Varane, and maybe a defensive midfielder. But when Ronaldo made himself available, these idiots went and went and go gra- grab him. Mm-hmm. Let him go to City if you wanted to go to City. Yeah. 
Let him go there. Fuck that system. Let him go there. What a city he'll be. If Pep looks at him and and says, you're not pressing, bro, (laughs) he's going to pull him off. Mm -hmm. Let him go there. Right? Buy yourself a center defensive midfielder. You already have enough attacking talent. Now they're saying, oh, um, originally the plan was to keep Pogba as a left mid. That's what I'm hearing. Could you imagine? A whole center mid, Pogba. Mm -hmm. Placing him in for France, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, we were planning to keep him as a as a left mid, and then figure it out with Rashford, Sancho, and Greenwood on the striker and the and the right side and Cavani." But then when Ronaldo came, they were like, "Oh shit! Well, where are we gonna play Pogba then? Where are we gonna play Sancho? Where are we gonna play Rashford? Where are we gonna play Greenwood?" They couldn't figure it out. So mm-hmm. what did they say? They said, "Okay, look." If your plan in the first place was Pogba and a left mid, even though I think it's a dumb idea, mm. but it was working, then fucking play him in the, as a left midfielder. Yeah, then free him to be creative. Yeah, right? play him there. Play the fucker there, like, like a left center mid, left winger. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. But hey, look, we won. We beat Leeds five one. Yeah, right. We mm-hmm. beat Newcastle. Like, those teams are tailor-made, to, you know, for us to play against them. Like, yeah, that, those, was, that was with you know, Pogba playing on the wings? Yeah. Wow. He's got, he got seven assists playing as a left winger. That's crazy. Bro, I'm just telling you right now, right? So then you should play him there. Then leave him there. Yeah. Leave him there. If it's working. If yeah. Exactly. Then, and, and then they were like, okay, well, they, they, uh, Solskjaer has no choice but to play the GOAT, Ronaldo, mm-hmm. as a striker. Are you the manager of the team or not? <laughs> Bench Ronaldo. Yeah. If Ronaldo doesn't fit into what you want, bench him. If he fits into what you want, play him. Yeah. It shouldn't be, oh, because he's the GOAT. I have no choice. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. That makes you not a manager. Exactly. Then 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 you're just a you're just you're just a fan then. You're mm-hmm. just a guy who's just there to 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 watch uh watch him do his thing. Yeah. Bench him. The game against Everton, everybody was crying, Oh, Ronaldo should have started, Ronaldo should have started. Cavani started and we were winning. Mm-hmm. We were up one nothing. They brought in Ronaldo and they brought in Sancho. All of a sudden, the whole shape, broke. everything looked looked messy. And then the movement wasn't there. The pressing wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know. Then all of a sudden, one one, right? Mm-hmm. You, you hear what I'm saying? So, yeah. if you're if you're a manager, be a manager. Yeah. Right. If Ronaldo wasn't part of your plans and CDM was part of your plans, stick to your fucking plan. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take the hit. We're gonna. It's going to be embarrassing to United that we let fucking Ronaldo go to City and win maybe two more trophies, three more, add more, stop, add, get whatever he wants with them. Mm-hmm. You know, sings, sing, swan song to the end of his career. He goes to Sporting Lisbon at the end of it, right? But at least you have stuck to your plan. You put your, you've gotten your center defensive mid. You've gotten Rice. You've gotten you Nevis. Your balls. Right? Nevis, Bisuma. Mm-hmm. You've gotten all these guys. And then you're in a good position. What's the problem? Or you bring Ronaldo in and you have him sit on the bench. Yeah, or you bring him in and yeah. then you sit him on the bench and you say, hey, look, I, I don't need you for this game, mm-hmm. but I'm going to need you for this other game. Yeah. Ronaldo's not going to like it, but then he will say, you know what? You had a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, look, buddy, look, Ronaldo, here was my plan this season. Mm-hmm. Here's what I wanted. Here's what I was planning to do. You know what? Right now, we can fit you in the plan. We'll see how it goes, mm-hmm. right? Okay, bang, bang, bang. Ronaldo scores a couple of goals. You're like, okay, good. Keep playing him. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you've seen this. And then you, not, then you realize, hmm, our system is not working the way it should work. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm sorry, Ronaldo. I'm going to sub you out. Greenwood's uh, center as a striker. Mm-hmm. Rashford in the left. I don't know who over in the right that you <laughs> want to play. Uh, Langa, whatever, right? 
Um, we'll, we'll play this guy as a right winger, blah, blah, blah. And then you go from there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, boom, there you go. That's your system. You know, because at the end of the day, you recognize that the system is important. The player has to fit into the system. The personnel that you have has to fit into the idea you want to get on the pitch, right? Then now you want to talk about, okay, uh, what they call it, um, uh, the other, the final thing, Maguire. Mm-hmm. He's, he's injured. Then you played him. Why would you play him? A manager who has a system will take Maguire out oh. and put Baye in mm-hmm. and he'll be okay. Yep. Yeah, we may concede one goal, but we'll still win the game 2-1 mm-hmm. because you have a system in play. Because you say, okay, you know what? We are not very good on the football. Um, sorry, <clears throat> we're not good from playing with the ball from the back, right? Yeah. We're not great, but here's what I want to see you guys do. When we get this opportunity, don't waste time. Hit it long to, on the diagonal to this guy. Mm-hmm. We lose it, we squeeze up the space. We win it back in that pocket. Do our, let our technicians do their thing. Pogba mm-hmm. does his thing. Bruno does his thing. Um, um, uh, you know, Matic, the rest of them, they, they, they get the ball organized, then we keep it. Yeah. We stave, we stave, we starve, we starve uh, uh, Leicester mm-hmm. off the ball. We keep it. That's mm-hmm. our ball. Possession play, right? And then you say, okay, you know what? I put Bayi in there, but I want to play possession, but mm-hmm. there's a risk. Every single time, if I put Pogba and, uh, uh, Pogba and Matic, on the midfield, it doesn't quite work. You know what I should do? I should put Donny and Matic instead. Yeah. And then either one of Pogba or Bruno. That is a manager thinking, I want to play my system here. Mm-hmm. But a manager who's not really thinking would now say, oh, you know what? I'm going to play freaking um, McFred. And then he plays McFred and McFred, they will do their thing. They'll run around like Duracell bunnies. We still lose the game 3-1 mm-hmm. because we don't have any attacking spark. But a manager who's thinking who says, I, I know that my midfield can be overrun quite easy, but I'm going to play Donnie to keep the ball be, and help us with transitional play. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play Matic on the side to help us with the defensive side. Right. And I'll either play one of Pogba or Bruno. because But, but only one. Only one. Because mm-hmm. I know that if I play you know Bruno, Bruno he can get lost pressing high by himself mm-hmm. or whatever. <clears throat> but if but, Sancho is not performing, it, you can play Pogba there. You right. can play pop on the left. Mm-hmm. You can you know you can do whatever, but that's a manager thinking. Yeah, he's not thinking. He has to find different solutions. He's not thinking, or if he's it? or if he's thinking, if he's thinking, his his uh, ideas are not smart. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that's that. Uh, so the next games against Atalanta, I hope we win, man. I I can't predict games anymore. I don't know because <laughs> if I predict the game, I think it's a game. I I'm gonna say we're gonna win, maybe like two one. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say we're going to win it's 2 hard, It's hard to predict that because we don't watch the Serie A no more. No, I know. But so, Atlanta is a very freaking good we team. Need to, we need to get that IPTV soon, man. Nah, uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So we can start watching every single game. We won't even need to um, have the zone for Champions League. We have the zone on, on, on IPTV as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I like the zone. I think it's uh, nah. That's one. That's one. I so far has been sort of the best app for uh, football. Yeah, because you can just like you can go back and watch all the games. Yeah. IPTV. I wonder if you can do that. Right. So I think there's a way you can do that. Maybe there's for a bigger price or something. But mm-hmm. I think there's a way you can do it. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Either way, it's what it is. Uh, we we're where we playing Atalanta. We're gonna be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we're going to win that game 2-1. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, the situation is not good. Ole, people are talking Ole in, Ole out. Look, it's too late. 
it's too late. If you're mentioning Ole in or Ole out, just forget it, man. Like, <laughs> it's it's way too late. And and some people are also wishing for us. I know Aki is doing Akinde is doing this, which I think is hilarious. It's funny, <laughs> but he should not do it. And the reason why I'm saying he should not do it is because. I don't think he's right. Like you support a team no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. You back the team no matter what. You put your hat, you put your blood, sweat, and tears. You watch these games. You wake up five thirty in the morning. Some of these fans go out and they travel out uh, away mm-hmm. to go watch these games uh, on a on a weekly basis, right? So, and then obviously the home games, the home game we're playing against them. But my own thing is, uh, don't wish, don't ever wish for your team to lose, man. Never wish. I you know, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Have I saw? Have I sat here? thinking about Manchester United and thinking about Ole and said, oh, I wish we're going to... I mean, not wish, but I'm, I'm, I don't want us to win this game because this means we're... I'm not going to lie. There's some days I felt that way. You know what? We got we to gotta take that bitter pill, right? Like, it's a bad pill to swallow, but, dude, I just... I don't want to see us losing games. Mm-hmm. I, I never want to see Manchester United lose a game. Like, it just... It really ruins... It plays a lot, a lot on my psyche. It plays a lot on my brain and my thinking. Mm-hmm. And it really freaking... It fucking irritates me, man. It really does. And sometimes I, I play it off like, oh, it's nothing now because I know how to handle these things much more better than when I was younger. Yeah. But, for example, today when we were reviewing that thing, I was almost... I was so angry. Like, I was, like tears were almost yeah, coming yeah, up. I, my eyes. I was I so it. fucking frustrated. <laughs> like, when we were reviewing, like, how these, how these guys were defending versus, you know how other teams defend, I was just, I was at the point of tears because how angry I got. Like, I was so freaking angry and I've, I usually like just put up, put away all this stuff and I, you know, I put it to the side because I try to be very, you know, I try to be positive and, you know, joke around and make fun of everything but it just was too much. I couldn't make fun of it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's just that bad. Like, you know, so, um, I don't want to see my team lose. Yeah. I don't want to see my team lose. It's just going to irritate but me even more. I think you guys will lose against Atlanta. If we lose, we lose. But I don't want to see them lose, right? Yeah. If we lose, we lose. But I don't think I. I, I think we're gonna win that game. I, you know, <laughs> I think. I mean, I'm hoping. I don't think. Okay, let me change it. I'm hoping that we're gonna win that game two mm-hmm. one. But uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. We we'll never know what's gonna happen. And um, football is just it irritates me, bro. Like it's just United irritate me and. Yeah, but I don't want to see my team lose. Anytime I tune on that TV, mm-hmm. I root for my fucking team and I want my team to win. And if they don't win, well, I'm gonna tune on the TV again the next Saturday and I'm gonna watch them. And you hope they win. And I hope they win. <laughs> so, but if you and I don't want to say who's a who's a fan, who's a true fan, who's not a true fan. Mm-hmm. But be a fan of your team, right? Like support your team. And if you lived in England. You will be driving out to Manchester to, to Old Trafford to go watch those games, mm-hmm. right? So, anyway, for sure, cool. Chelsea's turn, man. Let's talk about Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea. Yeah. Ah, oh, what a game. Um, I'm not gonna speak too much about Chelsea today because I'm just I'm just basking in our glory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rightly so. I I uh, commented uh, a few games ago and I said Tuku got it wrong, right? Against Juventus and he against um, what do you call it, Juve and City, mm-hmm. because of the 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 system that he was playing as well, like the personnel that he was playing. But I think like ever since ever since those two games, I have seen Togo has learned even more, right? So which is a good thing to see and like um, watching him watch it, watching the team play even more now is just like it's so encouraging. Mm-hmm. Not only can we go a whole game. With scoring and scoring and scoring, but we can go a whole game without conceding. 
right? Rightly so, we were lucky against Brentford, you know, because they, they hit the post a couple of times. But you make your own luck, right? You make your own luck. And I think I think we, um, we, were, we were not exactly as executive as usual, right? Because Brentford is a tough team, number one. And, like, they, they pretty much, like, tried to hold the ball and keep us away from the penalty box very, at least maybe, like, 70, 80% of the time, mm-hmm. right? But we still found ways to get into the box. And uh, and Chilwell, man, what <laughs> he's going to be making Alonso eat that bench now. <laughs> and that's a good thing. That's what I wanted to see. You know, um, I need I need Chilwell to constantly just be consistent and, Forget about this mental block that he has with Alonso and like him getting out of the team, but it's a fight to come back. But bro, like you're in the team, you're in fucking Chelsea, you get paid a shit ton of of, of amounts of money to do your job. So fucking do your job, fight for your spot back. And I'm sure Chihuahua can do this shit because I we've all seen Chihuahua play and we know Chihuahua is more consistent than Alonso, mm-hmm. right? How about how is he more consistent than Alonso? Seeing, in fact, if anything, Alonso didn't deserve to lose his spot. Alonso has been playing very well. No, but what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. last the last couple of games, you could see Alonso, Alonso's, um, what do you call it? Like his weaknesses, like becoming but even more. Chilwell's weaknesses are glaring. Chilwell gave away the penalties to Southampton. Yeah, the game against Brentford, the re- most recent game, mm-hmm. they were attacking Chilwell. We, you and I both reviewed this before yeah. the session. They were, they were double, they were double attacking him because right? they knew he was a weak link. He, I don't they think knew. Chilwell is a weak link, but that's the thing. They they kind of feel like he's a weaker link because he hasn't. So the thing is, like Chelsea used their second squad for this game, Maj- yeah. majority because of injuries yeah, and as well the international yeah. and all that blah 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 and usually when Chelsea comes back from international break we're not as sharp like mm-hmm. it's our worst time mm-hmm. that's why we hate the international break you know like we despise it half the time we're praying our players come back not injured yeah and half the time our players are coming back injured yeah yeah police came back in a in a in a in crutches after USA. Well, wait, wait, wait. Okay, that's another thing too. So this is the thing. I hate telling people I told them so. Yeah, but, but you, I you, did you tell did, you so. You did so say that about I said police, people are starting to tell this boy, para para or something, para para sick or something. They are just tearing him up, man. Like this boy gets injured more than he plays, yeah. and it's not like it's when I told. It's not. I'm not saying this because of you know. I'm not saying this because of any bias or anything. I actually yeah. like Pulisic. Yeah. I wanted him to come to United. I love that kid. I love the way he plays his football. But I'm telling you, that kid is injury prone. And the reason why I say this this uh, this kid is injury prone is uh, is very simple here. Like yeah. every single time, like he has a hamstring problem. I don't know if you guys remember. There's a guy called um, that he used to play with uh, Josie Altidore. Mm-hmm. He used to play with uh, Toronto. He used to play yeah, with Sunderland yeah, yeah. and yeah. all those guys. Jose Altidore had the hamstring issue mm-hmm. for the longest time. And because of that, it, man, it made him like either his hamstrings would go yeah. or other parts of his body, muscle, mm-hmm. uh, uh, joints would go. Because what happens when your hamstring is not strong enough is compensation with other parts of your body. It's also the same thing with any other injury that yeah. you have. But when you, when that area beca- is, uh, is uh, what they call it, chronic, and it keeps happening over and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. guess what? That means injuries elsewhere becomes more prominent. This is just a normal thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not a diss on the guy. Yeah, yeah. Injury prone does not mean that you know 
They're not taking care of your body. No, they're not taking care of your body or uh, the Lord God designed you to be injury injury prone. prone. No, no, no. You get a specific injury and it starts to affect you. And it starts to affect you. Something doesn't, it doesn't get fixed well or Mm -hmm. you don't rehab properly or something happens. You injure it again. Yeah. Right? Or you're aggravated or something. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? It opens you up to other stuff. This happened to me. Yeah. When I was young, I was playing. I was at the top shape of my life. Mm-hmm. I played football at the top shape of my life. And then I got my first injury, my ankle. Mm-hmm. I, you know, being, being stupid at the time, I didn't want to rehab properly. I yeah. didn't do my, my due diligence. I would get injured. I would get fat. Then it would make it easy, yeah. harder for me to come back, lose the weight, train. Mm-hmm. And then guess what would happen? Then another injury come, mm-hmm. and that was what was happening. Same thing that's happening with Hazard. Hazard yeah. never used to have this problem with yeah. Chelsea. He goes to Real Madrid. Weight. Exactly. He's, he, the, so he's eating too much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that's the thing, right? Like you guys, like it's. I'm not dissing any of you. When I look at your players, I don't look at them with any bias. You, in my opinion, because yeah. you're a Chelsea fan, mm-hmm. you have players you like. You will look at your players with bias, and that is the thing. You yeah. see it every time. So I mean, like, um, that was a really bad tackle, though. Again, in the USA game, that was a really bad tackle. Yeah. But he even he still played the game. He finished the game for them. Captain America. Captain America. But the thing was, like, you should have not played, man. Like, if that if that if that was bad, but. Coming back in in crutches after Chelsea had done all they could to rehab this guy, like they you you could see for the whole end of the uh, middle middle to the end part of the season last year, yeah. Pulisic didn't get injured once, but that's because of what um what uh what the doctors were doing and how Tuku was managing his game time, mm-hmm. as well in the Real Madrid game he got tackled eleven times. Mm-hmm. He won 11 fouls, the most by any player ever. You know what I mean? And like, and that was and that was crazy because I thought after that game, Pulisic was gonna be injured. He didn't get injured, so that 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 told me like you know the doctors were doing something and they yeah. were rehabbing properly, right? Yeah. And then, God knows, I just I had this feeling when he was going with USA. I just had this feeling and and like. They're playing in like in uh what do you call it in freaking cartel controlled countries. Oh you know what God. I mean? Like so, <laughs> Honduras, bro. You're playing in Honduras, and so pretty much like when you go when you're playing, you literally what, what playing while gunshots are going what, off. What does that have to do with anything? Cartel playing countries is that what gives him injuries? No, 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 no. Cartel fact, playing countries are more um, the, the fact that he's hearing gunshots are more suited that, to the rough the rough edges. Is that why I mean? is that why he's tearing his hamstring because he heard the gunshot? It wasn't, it, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't his <laughs> hamstring know, that I'm, went. I'm right? just trolling. But yeah, still. I know you're trolling. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't like his hamstring that went. They literally full blunt tackled this dude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, they were going for him, you know, because like he's he's the guy. He's one of the creators in that squad, yeah. right? And so, you know, if they freaking take his legs out, then he, he wouldn't. Yeah. And you're in cartel control countries where cartel fucking controlled what? national what? team. What does that have to do with anything, <laughs> bro? Who knows what he's on doing? As owners are probably saying, <laughs> like, and yo, if you lose this game, bro, we'll kill you, man. You never know, man. Yeah. Like, you never know the situation of the country. You're literally playing while gunshots are going off. Like, oh it's ridiculous. But yeah, so Pulisic came Was that part of the report shit. that there was gunshots going off in the game? You could hear. You could hear during the game. But these guys act like, oh, it's normal. Because, mm. like, that's what they're used to. You yeah. know what I mean? So. 
Um, <laughs> what the fuck? The game was going on. I was like, is that a gun? <laughs> bro, how are people not hearing this, bro? What the heck? <laughs> like, you know, that, that, that shit's crazy, though. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so, um, wh- where was I? Where was I? I was with uh, Chilwell, right? And yeah. Alonso. And, um... What I was saying is Alonso is weak when it comes to being defensively solid, right? But if you look at Chilwell, Chilwell is actually more defensively solid. Going attacking, Alonso is a prior. Like, you know, he he's he's on it like a piranha, bro. He's fucking on your ass like that. That Alonso is an attacking <laughs> attacking <laughs> winger. He's not a defensive guy. I would I will say one thing about this because me the reason why I say this one thing is for me it's it's simple. I like Chilwell too. Actually, I actually like Chilwell a lot. Uh, I, when when I watched him with Leicester, he was very he was he was he was a very good proactive, uh, proactive very good guy. left back. Yeah. In fact, very phenomenal. And at one point, people were saying he was better than Luke Shaw. Now, us in Manchester who mm-hmm. watched. The games yeah, yeah. knew that was not true. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't I don't I think Chilwell is very close. To be honest, I actually yeah. think he's very close. He's he's not Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw is for me. He's good. He's, he's I, I actually like him. I actually like Luke Shaw a lot. But mm-hmm. he's also hit and miss. Yeah. But from a fair assessment point of view, uh, Chilwell is is close. He's yeah. close there. But there's something Chilwell is lacking. And another thing too is Luke Shaw came with, from one of the most brutal injuries, not brutal injuries and brutal mental, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, abusive Except mental from, from Mourinho. Mourinho. Um, and, uh, you know, people can call it what it is. I know people love Mourinho to death, but yeah. I'm calling the way it is. But Mourinho it made, was terrible. It made, it made Shaw but, stronger. But he made him stronger so he yeah. can deal with all that shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas, imagine if Chilwell was getting that kind of abuse from Mourinho. I think he would have probably quit the game. Yeah. Um, but uh, my problem with Chilwell is not that you know it's not it's not a matter of how bad or good he is. I think actually they are kind of the same, mm-hmm. the same problems. They kind of the, the the thing with uh, Alonso is positionally yeah. he's a liability. Mm-hmm. Chilwell is one v one. He's a liability. You can take him on one v one, put him like, under just pressure. Like most most you, most uh, fullbacks. Not like most fullbacks because some some there's some very strong fullbacks. Yeah. Like you take them one v one, they're not they're yeah. not. But those are like them. one out of ten, one or two out of ten around there. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. You need to watch more games. But anyway, <laughs> I don't think so because mostly do most duels fullbacks win it. Fullbacks win those duels. I thought it's mostly the wingers would no, take them on. They don't. They don't because wingers pass the ball most of the time. If a winger is going one v one full on. It's, it's war now because now you're isolating that fullback yeah. and that's a 1v1 battle, mm-hmm. right? But I just think as a 1v1, Chilwell is not very good with that. And it's easy, you know, to overload and all that stuff. They do that to Alonso as well. Mm-hmm. Alonso's problem specifically is a positional issue. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't like to come back. He doesn't he'll like... Run, he'll he, run to heaven yeah, and he was hell. And, and sometimes <laughs> he will be focused on, let's get that ball back so he can throw it up so I can go bomb up for it and <laughs> yeah, go yeah, get yeah, a goal, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's the thing. But honestly, I, I both think that they're very similar. They're, there's literally no big difference between both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chilwell likes to attack. Alonso likes to attack. Chilwell is tough, is kind of shady 1v1. Alonso still is kind of shady 1v1 still, I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. But positionally, it's his biggest problem, yeah. right? And that's the, that's the, those are the big things. Apart from that, if, you, if I could rate them 7 out of 10 defenders, like fullbacks, you know, uh, good on the attack, defensively, a little bit dodgy. But, but it's also good to see Chilwell 
score goals, man. Mm-hmm. It's good. Like it's I'm saying it. You guys is Chua like, had the highest goals for um the whole highest goals for a fullback last year in uh There you go. Yeah, last there year. There you go, man. There you go. So that's the thing, man. Like you guys you guys have a good you guys have two good uh fullbacks and you guys have a system that allows them to thrive and a system that protects them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Left back bumping up, but then guess who's at the back? Three center backs at the back. Good mm-hmm. luck trying to break that down. Yeah. Right? So anyway, carry on, man. Yeah. So um good to see Chiwo back back in there. You know, like I said, um I actually prefer him more. No matter even if Alonso is there or whatever, but I actually put it. Yeah, but obviously, it's, it's, it's if Chihuahua is not if Chihuahua is not performing, then you bring in Alonso, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally against. I'm not against it, right? Um, competition is good in a squad like this, right? Um, but one guy, one, one one dude right now, like that's looking really good is Ruben Loftus Cheek. That's looking really good. Yeah, he, like. Ever since he came, he came back from loan and he's actually been playing in the system now and working his way in. The first game when he played, he was looking a little bit dodgy and shaky, but now he like he's looking like up to it. You know what I mean? And I I feel like we can get that old uh, Loftus Cheek that was playing beside Hazard. You know mm. what I mean? That guy was a menace, bro. He was a menace, and I I wish that Sari played him more in those games, but uh, just what it is, right? Um. But back to the game, the whole game situation, it was back and forth. It was like it was an end-to-end type of game, which is so interesting, right? And then the, the, the part that really got me was the ten, last 10, 15 minutes of the game. That was where it was at, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was where I was like, this is football. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like... I was thinking, I was like, I was like, um, cause we just had that, we just had that game. I think it was like last Monday where we won one zero, and one of my players was pretty much like, um, we need to control the game. But I'm like, what is your definition of control? We literally talked about this in the half in halftime mm-hmm. in the halftime team talk, and I told him, control could be you controlling the game in the attacking phase, but as well, control could also be you. Stopping the other team from scoring a goal. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And and that 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 was that was what was going through my mind in that ten fifteen minutes. And I was like, look, I can. Talvia was here watching the game with me. Oh nice. Yeah, pulled up and was watching the game with me. And I was like, and he was like, wow. He was. I don't think he he, he doesn't yeah. watch football. Yeah. Right. But he was watching. And he was like, wow. At the end of it, he was like, what a game. Yeah. And I'm like. That was only 10, 15 minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like you didn't, you, you weren't watching the whole game, but that 10, 15 minutes of the game just sobbed everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mendy with the amazing saves, back to back, back to back, back to back. I think he had like five, five six saves in, in, that, in that 10, 15 minute period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The pressure was really on. You had to see what Tuko was going to do, and Tuko did make the right, the right decision taking out Aspie and bringing in Reese. Because he needed more energy at that time, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and Aspie was getting a little bit tired, right? And um, what do you call it? As well, he also switched the midfield. He brought in Mount. Mount came in like in the second half, and that that gave us more energy as well. But the way Brentford was really playing this game, they were just lobbing the ball over, over the midfield. Midfield had no control of the game. Yeah. They were playing this ball and playing this game in our box, and it was just like. What is your definition of control? 
you can control the game as much as you want, scoring the goals and doing that. But when it's time to actually defend, that's a different phase of football that you can also control. Like Mourinho used to say. Yeah, yeah. But I, I will say one thing, though. Yeah. That was not control from you guys. In fact, if anything, and the reason why I'm saying it's not control from you guys is because they got into high scoring or... Uh, there's these people with the XG philosophy, but they had got into a very uh, um, high potential of a goal yeah. scoring areas. Um, and then it came down to either clearance off the line, mm-hmm. two posts, and uh, the, 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 the goalkeeper... Po- the post didn't happen in that situation. They didn't, but yeah. still. But the goalkeeper is now bailing you guys out from a lot of things, yeah. right? But um, another thing another thing I want to say, yeah. right? The goalkeeper bailing us out of situations, is he not a Chelsea player? Look, I get it, but I'm just saying that those positions that they got themselves into were very high-scoring yeah. you know, positions. Absolutely. Um, but they did not score. One of them was was cleared off the line and we reviewed yeah we saw uh, Chaloba, you know getting back in on, on in time yeah you know um on another day let's say Chaloba has an off date is not you know as focused mm-hmm. something happens or brentford is very quick he won't be there to clear that ball off that right. line so it's just that's just the thing those are high scoring opportunities controlling the defense is really like, for example, you're playing against Burnley mm-hmm. and Burnley is not giving you a sniff in the penalty box. Yeah. They literally put 10 people, even Sean Dyke himself, comes into the box <laughs> to, you know, defend. Right? So that's what that's what control is. All the shots that are coming in, crosses in the box, mm-hmm. everything is getting mopped out. It's yeah. not, and then the, the areas you guys are shooting uh, from is not from high scoring areas. Yeah. That's what it is. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I would say before the last 10 to 15 minutes, it looked like that. Mm. It looked like that. Malangsar, was it Malangsar? Yeah. That's the, his name, right? Yeah. Malangsar, right? So Malangsar was uh, phenomenal. Chaloba was also good. Um, and then who was the other dude? Um, Christensen was actually doing very well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the posts came into play. But the thing that ended up happening was Brentford now found an opening. Yeah. They now they, they targeted Sar, they targeted Chilwell. Chilwell. Yeah. And all of a sudden the opportunity started to come. You guys in fact lost lost control in that last ten to fifteen minutes. And that was now where Mendy came in mm-hmm. and then the shots that looked like if that was any other goalkeeper, that would be flying into the net. Mm-hmm. But with Mendy, he was saving shit with his head, he was saving shit with like this guy was doing everything, yeah. man. Like yeah. people have some I saw somebody even say that he, he will even save their failing marriage. Like, that's how good <laughs> Mendy is, right? So, uh, you know, uh, we can call it what it is, but I'm just saying, like, it's not control. I think you guys lost control in that last 10 to 15-minute phase of the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you won the game because at the end of the day, that's that's just... I, I listened to a podcast today from Stratford Paddock um, and uh, United... Uh, Thing and they were talking about like Chelsea, the way Chelsea is now is like Chelsea doesn't win the league by being extremely open, scoring twenty they grind, goals. They grind games. They, they win games. Sometimes they will they will play out the park. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they will come in and just stink their way through a result. Yeah, and not like stink as in like park the boss fully, but at least they will give you like some bite. Mm-hmm. They will score a goal. Yeah. And, and then they, will close they would just find a way to get that one nil. Mm-hmm. Find a way. Yeah. And that's the thing. Tuchel, the one thing I like about him is evolution. is the ability to evolve. 
This guy has adapt. won, adapts, evolve. He has won you guys a champ, Champions League, mm-hmm. right? Now he wants the Premier League. Yeah. And, you know, he's collected a nasty loss, even though it was not a blowout. Mm-hmm. But you guys got outplayed by City. He collected that loss mm-hmm. up the chin. He didn't make any excuses. And what did he end up doing, man? He ended up, like, going straight up and saying, look, you know what? Um, uh, he said, you know, you, he's like, you know, you know what? Uh, we're, we were not good enough. Uh, yada yada yeah, you know we need to improve. Mm-hmm. He talked about what his team needs to do. Yeah, he, he was came out he, there he was shouting at them in the during the game and yeah. he was telling them to push up. But yeah. Chelsea was sinking. Yeah, he told them to push up, but like the emotion of that's where the emotion of the game now comes mm-hmm. in. Brentford were like, it's like their fans were like chanting and blowing the ball into yeah. the net if they could. Like I've only seen that in uh, Liverpool mm-hmm. Liverpool Cup when you watch when Liverpool are playing. And there's a moment when it comes and you're like, it's like the fans are going to put the ball in the net. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how much emotion comes into the game. Yeah. And that's the that's the aspect I like about football. Yeah. Not like every single time, intensity, desire, emotion, blah, 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 <laughs> the DNA of our club. But I don't like that bullshit. Yeah. But, but moments like that is when you need that. And mm-hmm. Brentford were like, giving it, man. Yeah, yeah, they, they were like, the fans they, they were just... Advantage of bro, it. I was sitting on my, my chin and I was like, what the? I'm like, if we face this team, mm-hmm. I'm scared. <laughs> I, like, you guys can talk about Liverpool. Yeah, I should be scared of Liverpool and the rest of them. Yeah. I'm scared of Brentford. Yeah. These guys, the way they were like, everybody like just, woof, woof. Mm-hmm. it was like a wave, missile, against missile in the box. Like, every ball looked like, if Mendy, if Mendy wasn't the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. you guys would have collected three goals. Yeah. That was how it looked like. Absolutely. Man. So, but Mendy is for the club, man. I think he's the best player right now in the world, man. I know you guys will say Salah because everybody wants to give offensive guys all the love, but you know you guys gotta respect some of these goalies and defenders some more, man. Like seriously, you know. Um, but I think, in my opinion, I think he's the he's the uh, best player right now in the world. Just my two cents. So the he guy. Should, so he should win the Ballon. He should win the Ballon d'Or, man. Forget forget Salah, you know. So I can run down the wings. I but mean. he didn't even get nominated, eh? Yeah, of course he didn't because he's uh, the goalie. They don't care about goalies, but they should care about goalies. Yeah. This guy won the guys. Did they? How, and his what first was season. What, what was the first what was season. the the goals conceded in the Champions League from Chelsea in in last season? I think it was like one, one or two. two? Yeah. Why like, is he not considered for a Ballon d'Or? That's why I hate. That's why I hate football, man. Mm-hmm. This is. I love football and I hate football. Yeah. Shit like this. Bondo is such a stupid ass, like, it's such a circle jerker, And it's man. from the France, the France people are the ones that do uh, the Such Ballon a, they're all fucking idiots. It's such a f- fucking Mendy, circle jerker. Mendy played in France for so long, too. It doesn't, it just shows you they don't, they don't, these guys don't, don't respect ball. Yeah. They only respect like, forward, oh, forward oh, you guys scored 20 goals? Nobody like when Modric won it. People yeah. were crying that Modric. Some people I see. Some people say he didn't deserve it. Yeah. Fuck off, man! Yeah. Like, do you see what Jorginho that guy will did? Win it this year, I think. You see, I, look. As much as I don't think you should, I don't care if you if, if he wins. I'll be happy because yeah. finally people are recognizing like something other than other than forwards. like forwards. Yeah, they score the goals, but who helps them get those goals? Yeah. Who puts them in position? You know, who designs the play for them to be able to get there? But Messi is a midfielder too. He's, he's more of a winger forward. That's what he is. It's not really a mid. But he can play mid. I can. Yeah, I can. He can play mid if he wants. But he's a winger forward. 
But no, man, you guys look on course to win this league, man, but Liverpool are looking freaking good, man. Liverpool are only looking good because they're playing against the guys like Watford. But they played against you guys. We should have beat them. We got the red card. Regardless, they played against you guys. They played against City. Look, yeah. there are three fucking good teams this season, man. This is not a joke anymore. Oh, like, yeah. There are three outstanding teams. No longer like three. In fact, let me, let me correct myself again. There are three outstanding teams in mm-hmm. the Premier League this year. Yeah, Chelsea, City, Liverpool. It's, it's, it's a bloodbath. Yeah. It's a bloodbath. So, regardless, you can make fun of Liverpool all you want, but Liverpool look good. Chelsea look good. If we beat Liverpool, City look we good. would have been like four points clear at the table right now. Yeah. So now we need to just get these, these games done and hope these motherfuckers drop points. Yeah, that's why you want us to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, but as well, I also think Ole, Ole's lifeline, that thing, man, the Ole's lifeline, boys will come out to bail them out, bro. Boys will come out to bail them out all the time. Unless if they decide, oh, yeah, you know what? Self-sabotage. <laughs> nah, <laughs> they will not. Against Liverpool, you can't. It's yeah. at home. The fans will murder you. Yeah, like, if, you will not, we will not let you. Okay, we will not do that. Please don't murder anybody. But the fans will be outside, will be after you guys. Yeah. You have to win that game. You have to win that game. Anyway, but um, yeah. either yeah. way, who are you guys playing now this week, uh, this midweek? Malmo. Okay, that's a sure win. Ah, but easy win. These days, man. I hope you, I hope you guys lose uh, 2-1 out of the blue. These days, these games, and I don't take any games lightly, man. Any game that comes, we're playing the best team. The that's the way. Did um, I don't know if you read um, on this um, uh, on one football about like uh, Tuko, Tuko's assistant says it's really hard to motivate the Chelsea players right now because they just won the Champions League. They're just saying that just so that they can, uh, not excuses, but just to kind of like, you know, lower expectations from people from yeah. the outside in. Look, at the end of the day, look, I'm telling you, man, these guys are on the verge of greatness. Lukaku just came back. Yeah. Right? He wants to win. This is a guy that uh, was chased out of England after his poor spell with Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to be sitting there telling telling himself like I, I, I'm not motivated yeah. if anything he's, he's motivated, motivated. Yeah. right and I watch like I know some people and I, you know I, I, I'm I, a guy who always puts my hand up when I get it wrong mm-hmm. you know and people I, I would love to sit here and tell you oh yeah Lukaku hasn't scored in the last six games look at wasn't I right wasn't I correct but Chelsea and, and, I, and absolutely like yeah he hasn't scored but when I watch him play he's a much like Efficient. He's a, you can tell the stuff he learned with Inter. He's mm-hmm. bringing it to Chelsea. To Chelsea. Yeah. He pins people down. He feeds, lays the ball off properly. His hold up plays so clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the odd touch here and there. But the way he's getting the ball, you guys are put, putting the ball in proper places for him mm-hmm. to thrive. Yeah. So he's he's making it good for you guys, man. You guys, there's it's not hard to motivate you guys. If anything. That dude is so motivated. He himself will carry the squad with on his, not on his back, but you grab them with yeah. him as you guys power through uh, teams in the league. Right. Regardless whether you win or you don't win, that gets mm-hmm. the top six. You will help power you guys through. Teams and when is motivated because he wants more playing yeah. time. Yeah. So <laughs> there's and there's competition. Your yeah. left backs, your your defenders now. Oh. You know, Milan Sar is yeah. playing. Rudiger, where is he? Maybe he's injured. He's injured. He's Maybe injured. he's tired. He we got don't injured know. in the Germany game. Sh- sure, fine, right? But he's watching this and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Thiago Silva comes back. 
they're watching this. These guys are not going to want to chill, mm-hmm. right? Center mid, Sao Niguel, he's not playing any games, right? He's, bu- he's busting his ass trying to but get he's probably Exactly. Um, so, Tuku was saying he should have played him in the Brentford game. Uh, sure, whatever. But Ross Barkley's another one that yeah, people yeah. forgot about. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he's, he's knocking he's on the door. Ruben loved his cheek. Mm-hmm. Jorginho's watching this and like, I gotta... So you guys don't yeah. talk about motivation. They're mm-hmm. motivated because if you're not starting on a team that's on the verge of greatness... You're nobody. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be yesterday's man. Yeah. Alonso has fought too hard to, to start. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to be chilling in the back just to wait for Chua? Hey, you Chua, you get a shot. Chilling, chilling. <laughs> no. Chilling <B>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that, you guys, uh, forget that. Uh, he's just making, he's trying to lower expectations from everybody, but it's not going to work. We know, we're, I'm seeing right through that bullshit. <laughs> um, anyway, Newcastle uh, have a new owner. Owner, Saudi Arabians. Yeah. And everybody's complaining about this. So the equivalent I of... I the audience people need to shut up. <laughs> really? The, Saudi Arabia... So I, the, the, the history apparently is they kill some people. The, the, these guys kill people, man. And apparently they've done some really nasty stuff in Yemen or something like oh, that. Man. I don't know if it's them or somebody else that have done some real nasty stuff. Yeah. You know, they also do beheadings and things like that. Oh, really? Yeah. So wow. their human rights record is not good, bro. Okay. So the <laughs> Newcastle owners. Yeah, Newcastle owners, man. But their team is still playing like shite. Yeah. So well, they need to get rid of Steve Bruce, man. Steve That's... Bruce is a is a nightmare. <laughs> He's another nightmare, man. That guy is. Not, I heard uh I heard um links that uh, if they fire Steve Bruce, yeah, um, United will fire Ole. And then Steve Bruce would be the interim. <laughs> what? <laughs> some wild, some wild source, man. Oh I don't believe God. it, but some wild source. Everybody just needs to stop listening to all these wild sources and I just know. start listening to Fabrizio. Romano. Fabrizio, I, yeah. But uh, yeah, so for me, honestly, man, I don't know how I feel about it, man. You know, Newcastle were kind of like my second team. I love yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, still love, they're still you know, I, I just, I love, I, I love. We the don't, club. we don't tell people much because. Newcastle is actually what we grew up on, you know, back nah, in back nah, in Nigeria. No, 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 no. It wasn't it our wasn't, first jerseys was Newcastle. Yeah, first jersey, that? but we didn't grow up on Michael though. Owen. We didn't, we I didn't, still had, I, I Michael, had the, Michael Michael Owen was in two thousand and six, two thousand seven, but when we were in Nigeria was like nineteen nineties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he wasn't he was in Liverpool. Michael Owen was with Liverpool. No, the jersey we got was Michael Owen. No, it was Shira. Was it Shira? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Shira was the one we got. That was the one that I, I remember. And uh, I think it's probably still somewhere in Ogwe back home. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, Shira was the one we had. And yeah. uh, for me, Shira has always kind of been like my guy, my go-to. But he was never, you know, the, it was, there was I never really like followed them like fully. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of watched some of their stuff. Uh, but more for me was, you know, my United guys, yeah. uh, Beckham and uh, Skulls. Um, you know, only now for me to grow up and hear schools talk like an idiot and absolutely despise him as a coach. He's a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible pundit, terrible coach, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, here in Newcastle and seeing what they're, you know, they're, they're uh, what they call it, they're doing, um, I'm, you know, I'm, it's such a weird thing. I'm kind of happy because mm-hmm. Mike Ashley is a terrible owner. But it was also, a terrible owner. Also, like what but, the fuck? But <laughs> yeah, I'm also like WTF that you know these guys are bringing in people who behead people, yeah. you know, put pressure on smaller countries and you know starve their people. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Um, 
they kill uh, uh, Jamal Khashoggi, uh, which was a journalist mm-hmm. that was, you know, put, writing against, you know, the government and the way they are, the, the system or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so these guys don't play. Um, and then now they're going to use Newcastle as kind of like the, what Man City did was you use my, uh, uh, the guy, I can't remember who owns City now, but uh, they use City as their, um, you know, front mm-hmm. to say, oh, you know, look at us, mm-hmm. you know, we're not actually all bad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But we know you guys are bad, right? So for me personally, I don't know how to feel about it, mm-hmm. but is it right? Is it wrong? At the end of the day, the other side of things, I would say, like, for example, with United, you know, we have shitty owners, and these people are not good people. Yeah. We know this. They're not so, good people. But the only thing is they, they just don't, don't kill people. They don't kill people. <laughs> yeah. But they know how to rob millions, yeah. uh, you know, Blindly, as, legally. As still, legally, right? <laughs> legally. They know how to legally steal from you, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's just the way. That, so that's the thing. Like, I don't know how to feel. But, uh, I mean... Whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen. Nothing is gonna stop the the trade, uh, the sale. The sale, I think the sale is already gone through. No, it's it's fi- it's finalized. It's, it's finalized. It's yeah. So I don't I, honestly, man. This people in Saudi Arabia, whatever they're doing, <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just don't do it here, man. <laughs> And a Newcastle game yeah. before the game starts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah. you know, like this is football. We 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 try to like what we, we uh, put a barrier between yeah. all of that nonsense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're just watching a game. <laughs> <laughs> Your owners may be murderers. Bro, who knows who else is a murderer in the prem? You know, you have the guys in city in the Etihad. They must have done some shit oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're in the yeah, Middle yeah. East. You know what I mean? So it's like it's everybody. Like, yeah, but uh, I, I try to put a barrier on that man. It's just football. Just don't do that <laughs> shit here. Before they get the brick, the brick guy, the brick, the freaking uh, guillotine. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yo! <laughs> I think that's the day football get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> BT Sports just cuts the BT Sports and Sky Sports cuts uh, the feed to the game. Sheikh Mansour Sheikh and, Man- and, and, and Etihad. Yeah, but no, they 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 it's sports washing. That's basically what yeah. it is. They use it to just you know show themselves in good light. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Yeah, but uh, they will still be funding the club. Those the money yeah. will be coming from yeah. them. Newcastle will be happy. Do you think the fans really care that they have? A lot of them are they're so happy. You know, they don't care they're these not. guys. <laughs> they're killing people. They're happy, man. Let them enjoy. It's been a long time, bro. They have been suffering. I mean, they have really man, but, been suffering. But, but suffering because of a freaking sport. Yeah. Versus suffering because of reality. reality. Like It's different. Yes, it's different. But the thing I'm is watching, like, I'm watching United lose and I'm crying here. Bro, Mike what? Ashley is the most stupidest person. I know he is, but I'm just saying. I'm watching United. I'm fucking upset. I'm, you know, in tears. I'm so upset <laughs> at how United is playing. Meanwhile, some kid is being starved to death yeah, that's by the true. Saudis because... See, this is why know. this is why I don't, I don't like to fold this in here because I put a barrier. It's just football. Well, just well, don't well, do I this see. shit here. Yeah, you know? but it just it puts things in perspective, right? Yeah. Because But the, the thing is, if if you don't fight against things like this, yeah. those guys will 
come in the drills into this type of sport, buy all your clubs, add more money into mm-hmm. it, and then on the on the on the long run, mm-hmm. they will uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, they will use your club as a front. Yeah. For you know all these so-called good things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's just something to be mindful of. Absolutely. But anyway, uh, yeah. but that's uh, that's the thing, um, and uh, you know we'll see how that plays out, and hopefully yeah. Saudis don't kill more people, and they're gonna be hopefully good. They don't kill Frank Lampard when he becomes the manager. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Frank Lampard, Lucien Favre. Yeah. Um, you know some, but anyway, I think it'll be good for Lamps. I want to see him again. But imagine if Newcastle get relegated this year; that would be hilarious, bro. That's the thing; they're they're on course to being there. Yeah, exactly. Because of Steve Bruce, they have to make a decision right away yeah. and start changing the way they play if yeah. they want to survive. They need to fire him. But and the seven, eight games is already deep. If you're a, a team that's normally in the relegation zone, that but the team know? is still not that good. There's so many holes on that. That's team. the thing. But so many. It, it will take the right type of coach to come in and mask all the deficiencies at least maybe till till that season is done maybe at least till January mm-hmm. then you know you can buy some players and then add some add some pieces in there but first you need to mask the deficiencies at the moment mm. in that squad once you can do that and coach them probably the right way to play for like maybe like five six seven games cover that basis all they're doing right now, their plan should be is to survive. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what they should but plan on. If, if you get Lampard in, he's not very good with those type of... Lampard's going to come in and well, open up the barricades. Well, we never know, right? Mm. Some, some some managers disappear for a while and they go and learn things. When I got when I got fired from Northeast Titans, right? I, 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 I was away from football for a minute, but I, I was watching games. I was studying how to fucking do things. I was like, I was like, coming back into the into the coaching thing. I'm not going to make the same mistakes. I will make new mistakes, but I won't make the same mistakes. You know what I mean? And that was me just basically studying how to mask this. Coming into the next team that I'm coaching now, mm-hmm. I, I saw so many weaknesses, and in, in that in that season, I masked all those weaknesses with players that can help them. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's what pretty much made us survive yeah right so it's it's all about that now we're pushing on into the next season i can now go go ahead go you know i can now go full forward and what i want to do yeah but as well i have to be careful because there's also risks mm. in in whatever i'm planning to do right you know so it's all about analyzing the risk making sure that people understand how we're playing, there's risks in it. You know what I mean? And understanding the risk and where these other teams can hurt you. Mm. You know what I mean? As soon as you do that, you start to block the deficiency as well. Yeah. Telling your team that they understand mentally that, hey, yes, we're playing this football, but shit, boy, you know, we also have these jobs to do. That way they don't come back to kill us, you know? Yep. So no, that's good. That's a good take. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Lucien Favre, Lam- Frank Lampard doesn't matter. They're gonna be going to a pile of shite. So we'll see how they figure it out. <laughs> just survive. Um, that's yeah, all so it is. Survive. Man. Just survive. And then next year, you get all the gravy. All the mm-hmm. all the money is gonna come in. Um, on the other side, when talks of Warner going to Newcastle, nah, that's a joke. <laughs> Mbappe too. Oh, nah, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> the, the, the pictures of all the guys you? that are going there with the money. Erling Haaland. Did you see the, the, Kante. The, there was a video uh, where um, in career mode, yeah. Griezmann had uh, 
bought um, Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And this was way back, way in the back, day. and now and was, <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious. Because <laughs> anyway, um, cool FIFA. Yeah, they want Geno Infantino mm-hmm. wants to work up every two years. He says it's gonna be like the Super Bowl. The quality is not gonna be lost. The opportunities are gonna be there. Arsenal Wenger says <clears throat> so that uh, wait. Arsenal Wenger says that. Uh, uh, you know, if you if you're a professional player and you get to only play once every four years, mm-hmm. you get a bad injury, you miss out on it. That means the chances of you getting to play it again is very slim. Mm-hmm. So he thinks uh, every two years we should have um, a World Cup. Oh, just so oh, I see what he's saying. So basically, in the in the aspect of people catching injuries and they miss out on it. Yeah, but I think as as well, having a World Cup two years is not such a bad idea. Okay. But the thing that I have with it is now what's going to happen with the Euros? What's going to happen with the World Cup qualifiers? Are they are those games going to be shortened? What's going to happen to Afcon? What's going to happen to Conmebol? Uh, exactly. So no Copa, Copa. So and and they're yeah. pretty much um, the 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 Africa one is still is is FIFA run, isn't it? Yeah, they're all FIFA run. They're yeah. all FIFA run. So it's now what are they going to do to accommodate this decision, mm-hmm. right? If they can find a way to show in the games and be like, okay, group stage, you play this amount of games and that's the, that's it. You know what I mean? And then show in the World Cup qualifiers as well, right? But they're not going to do that though. So then they're going to, they're going to, that same shit is going to reoccur because they're going to pile on more injuries because players are now playing even more games in a shorter span of, of the year. Yeah. Right? So I don't know how they're going to do it. It's a plan. I think it's a good idea, but in the execution of it, they have to be really critical they have to be how, flawless. They, how I, they're doing it. I think it's a horrible idea. I really think it's a poor idea. Like, And the way I, where I come from mm-hmm. is, okay, let's start off with the injuries thing and the amount of games played. Yeah. You know, um, you're, you're going to be looking at cramming all these games mm-hmm. into a short period span, yeah. right? Now, footballers get paid a lot of money. Yeah. Teams have massive squads. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of ridiculous, filthy money in football. Mm-hmm. Like, ridiculously. Because you and I consume football content. Like, we're sitting here. We're re-watching Ma- Manchester United against Leicester. Yeah. We just watched a bunch of highlights. Mm-hmm. Later on, we're probably going to go and pick up games that we want to watch once we're done. And watch that game, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Fo- we are consuming football at a very... At a greedy pace, yeah, yeah. you know, gluttony in almost yeah, in a sense, yeah. right? So, um, you're, they're competing for our viewership. Yeah, yeah. They want us to be, you know, they see, oh, Premier League is making X amount of billions mm-hmm. every sing, every season. But doesn't Prem also pays FIFA, doesn't they? They do, probably. Yeah. But they want a piece of the pie. Yeah. The pie is never big enough. Uh-huh. Greed. They want a, greed, right? They yeah. want a piece of that pie. <laughs> they want a piece of your viewership. They want mm-hmm. a piece of my viewership. So they're going to come in, they're going to say, okay, you know what? Okay, maybe they may shorten up qualifiers. Mm-hmm. But then wouldn't that also hurt teams? Because then what will end up happening, you will have... Only the top teams will be... Yeah, you have like through. six games, right? Yeah. Top teams go through. Okay, they expand it for more teams. Yeah. You know, but then that will also devalue mm-hmm. the quality of the of the tournament. Yeah. Because... There's so much emotion in it. No, it's not even that. It's not, it's not that. It's just that the tournament, if you put in... The more you put smaller teams or teams that are not that I'm gonna say that are undeserving, mm-hmm. but the, but the teams that you make it easier yeah. 
for them to make it into your tournament, mm-hmm. you have devalued the quality of that tournament. Yeah. Now, there are going to be a lot of, like, shitty games for us to watch. Um, what happened this Euros? This Euros, the games did not really kick off. The games didn't really have a lot of weight mm-hmm. until Germany, yeah. Hungary, Portugal. Uh, uh, what was the other team that was in that group? Um all played. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember those games. Yeah, yeah. They all played uh, Hungary, Germany, Portugal. There was one France. France. Yeah. On the same group mm-hmm. until they played their final game. That was when everybody, that was when that tournament really kicked off. Yeah, yeah. The tournament was boring yeah, up yeah. until then. We kind of just put it on the background. You're working. Mm-hmm. You're doing your thing. When that game happened, everybody like woke up. Mm-hmm. That was when we said the tournament has really kick, yeah. kicked off. You're going to have a lot of that. When you add more teams, you add you know, make it easier for them to make qualify, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The, 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 the grind of that tournament is now devalued. Mm-hmm. The tournament's quality is devalued. Um, and then now, if you're, however you're going to do it, less games, more games, but you're going to, the whole idea is I'm competing for viewership. Yeah. So what's going to happen? These guys that we watch every single day are going to be playing more games. They're going to play for their clubs. They're not going to be playing for their nations. Mm-hmm. Non-stop. Pulisic just got injured and played for his nation. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen when he's playing every two years? He has to go to a tournament or even prefer a tournament. Injuries. Even and and every okay. Let's say okay. You know what? Before the tournament, each game has weight now mm-hmm. because they've devalued the tournament itself. But before then, mm-hmm. th- they've increased the value of those games. Yeah. So that means they they have more weight, which means more injuries for your players because mm-hmm. everybody's going to be playing at the life out. Yeah, they like if we win. Three games. You're telling me I'm going to make it to the World Cup? Do or die. Bloodbath. Police say, put your foot there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rip, rupture the ankle and redesign it for you. Like, <laughs> you know, so that's the, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah. so players, you know, the, the injuries, in my opinion, come either way, but they come with more intensity. Yeah. So Absolutely. you guys better be ready. And that's, that's what, I, that's what I was saying. That pretty much like having more, having more games in a short uh, period of time will risk more injuries. Yeah. So if they're going to go ahead with this, they need to make it absolutely flawless. Yeah. Right? But but then that would mean shortening up leagues. Yeah. You have to shorten leagues. league in, games, in a way, yeah. Right? In a way, but who's going to do that? Yeah. The leagues are not going to do that. Mm-hmm. They want to get paid. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. thing too is, okay, how are you going to fit the Euro then? That's the thing. That's another thing I was, I was questioning. So are they going to say, okay, you know what? This year, 2022, coming up, Mm-hmm. Qatar is going to happen. Then we're now going to do 2023, mm-hmm. another World Cup again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe when is the Euros? 2024? Mm-hmm. So now say, okay, 2025, but another this, World this Cup? All, the, all this planning won't start till 2028, I think. Still, you're going to, one World Cup has to come in to slot in. Yeah. We've so that they can now double up on two. I honestly. Unless if you're trying to do Euros. The same in the year as the fucking World Cup. Yeah, one I, one maybe in 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 January and yeah, the other in but, December. But who's gonna do that? That's You're gonna tell the prem. The prem is already making an exception so that we can watch Qatar in the World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, are they gonna do it again? I don't think they want to do that. I think it's a mandatory thing that when uh, when the World Cup or the or the Euros is going down, nobody's playing. Yeah, they will pause. They will yeah. pause the games, mm-hmm. right? But then that means longer games into June, yeah, July, then shorter September. rest, shorter rest, and then the league kicks off in August. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna do that? That's what I'm saying. Like, like 
You guys have to think about these yeah. things. Honestly, well, let, let's see. Let's see what they come up with. You know, I don't want to see them come up with anything. I just want <laughs> Gianno Infantino to be fired. I want him to be investigated. <laughs> this guy has been saying a lot of shady things, man. <laughs> Yo, this guy has been saying a lot of shady things. <laughs> All these people, guys, all these people, press. they're so corrupt. You're fucking honestly. The guy, made, said, the guy, made, I just, I just want Infantino <laughs> to be fired. I want him, I want him to be investigated. No. I want him to be fired. He's making me miss. He's making me miss Seb Blatter. Oh, Look, man. let me tell you something, right? Seb Blatter mm. was shady, right? Mm. But Seb Blatter was shady in the sense that he wanted like sort of like certain ma- matchups to happen. So. Mm. Something came up, right, in the World Cup, uh, France and Brazil. Yeah. They were they were back in um, France um, 98. Yeah. So they were saying France um, wanted to, uh, did not want Brazil in the same bracket as them. Yeah. So they, they wanted it that if France wins their stuff, they go to bracket A. So if Brazil so wins their group, the bracket B. Yeah. Because the matchup yeah. is going to get into the finals, which everybody's going to love. Yeah, yeah. That was Seb Blatter's thing. Seb yeah. Blatter was shady AF, <laughs> right? He was absolutely fucking, he was absolutely fucking shady. Yeah. But his shadiness kind of made some sense. <laughs> like, he was a shady dude. Yeah. But he made some sense, uh-huh. right? The Qatar, the Qatar thing, and like, look, the Qatar thing, right? He, he wanted, he wanted, um, he wanted uh, Qatar to win it because... Yes, more money and all that stuff, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Their human rights record is terrible, too. Yeah, yeah, But at least a country that does has, doesn't have an opportunity to host because South Africa will never have gotten a chance to host. Mm-hmm. All he asked for was, just pay me some fucking money under the table. And I'll hook you up. You. That was it. Nigeria should have done it. That was it, right? No, <laughs> Nigeria would have been horrible. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was it. That was literally what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Hook me up with some cash. And I'll let you guys get the World Cup. Yeah. England wanted the World Cup because it's coming home, it's our country, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And imagine if the World Cup was in England. I think England would be massive favorites to win it this oh, yeah. year, like the coming year, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the only problem with Qatar, uh, uh, and, and obviously England, but the only problem that came up with Qatar winning it was just the weather and then playing it in December. Mm-hmm. But Blatter was actually thinking, was like, and then all this like, oh, let's add, because it's saying add extra teams, 48 teams in the mm-hmm. World Cup. It didn't start until gonna, fucking yeah. Infantino was coming in. Yeah, it's going to reduce the quality. So, yeah, so Blatter was like, look, you know, yes, the old guard, but the old guard have the best players, and they fucking, as much as I hated the dude, and he was shady AF, and he did the wrong things, So I missed I missed him. So now I got a question. If the Super League went through, mm-hmm. that would mean more shorter games. I, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. So that's why FIFA they want that shit. Yeah, because they knew this. This will fuck them up. Yeah, will fuck up UEFA. Will fuck them up. But it might actually have played into FIFA's hands because if they had shorter games, then they would have had a chance to be like, okay, yeah, we can do this World Cup two, eight, two no, 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 two so, years. So no league will allow shorter games mm-hmm. because Super League is not part of the full on, you know, combined thing. Yeah, no league, no, no, no league will agree for shorter games. Mm-hmm. None of them. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, but that's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. General Fentil, you gotta be. <laughs> I hope Guardian investigates you, man. Like those those guys are good at catching like dirty mm-hmm. shit, and I and I know if they investigate but you, it, it's gonna catch you. They will catch you. It will take years, but I really believe in the power of the Guardian 
Guardian uh, 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 Free Journalism. These guys will freaking catch you. And Guardians I hope of the Galaxy. They, they are. The Guardians, they will catch you. They should, and have, when replaced, they do, they should have replaced that movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, with, with them. With, with journalists. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, cool, man. But that's mostly it. Yeah. That was it. That was actually a pretty good show. I know we didn't want to go over, but I feel like we went over at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, 119. man. 119. That's quite a long yeah, show. But... Long, um, <clears throat> not as long as UNZ had last week. Yeah, it was one thirty, man. Yeah. So, but either way, it was good. Um, this uh, this uh, weekend we have Liverpool mm-hmm. coming up against Manchester United, and who's coming up against Chelsea? Um, one second. Norwich. Norwich is coming up against Chelsea. So, um, what is your prediction for Manchester against Liverpool? Because I don't think we're going to do a midweek show. <clears throat> Manchester against Liverpool, I think Man Man U would win. Okay. Ole is gonna come through with Van der B. <laughs> Yo <laughs> Did you see the post that uh, came up uh, Fabrizio okay, well this is Fabrizio's opinion, but yeah. he says I think Ole wants to win without Van der Beek to show Donnie. that he can win. That's crazy. If yeah. that's like something he's actually thinking of, this guy has gotta go real quick. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. I just thought it was a physical <clears throat> thing with Donnie. That's why he just didn't want to play him. No, I thought it was. I thought it was a tactical thing with Donnie. Mm-hmm. But uh, I honestly, at this stage, will go for Donnie. Yeah. I remember when Herrera left, and I used to tell people like, "We will regret the day Herrera leaves this yeah. club." Man, yeah. I'm looking back, man. Mourinho's Mourinho's hitman. Bro. He was more than that. He was. He's a very technical. People yeah. don't give him credit for in a lot PSG, of things. PSG, he, he does a lot of things, man. Yeah, he does a lot of things in PSG. Yeah. But anyway, I think you guys will freaking route Norwich, man. Norwich are such a phony... Like, they need to be in the middle between Championship and Premier League. Like, uh-huh. they, there needs to be a league for them for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, they, um, they're they going down Timo for sure Puki. this year. Yeah, Timo Puki, <laughs> Daniel Farka. So they, so they came up just to go down. They're going down for sure, man. Let's see. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, but that's the end of the show, guys. Oh, by the way, Borussia Dortmund is top of the league in, in Germany now. Really? Yeah, Marco Rosa has had But a, wait, wait, wait. Didn't Bayern, wasn't Bayern first and they beat Leverkusen 5 nothing? <laughs> but Dortmund did their, their business. Did they? Yeah. They got well, they, but, beat, they beat uh Bro, just look, look, hold up, hold up, hold up. Bayern is first. Bayern Leverkusen is third. Who? Bayern Leverkusen was third. You mean like at the start of the season? No. No, they were recently. Bayern was first. Bayern Leverkusen was third. Mm-hmm. Bayern just slammed them five nothing. Yeah. How the fuck? How the fuck is anybody gonna think Borussia is gonna come in and win? The, Borussia is not gonna win shit. Oh wait, Bayern, Bayern is first. Exactly. Dortmund second. Borussia is not gonna win shit. <laughs> Let me just tell you this again. I will tell you this again. Borussia is not gonna win shit. <laughs> Bayern is gonna win this league. And it's probably 20, 20th time in a row they're going to win the league. Please, you guys need to stop this talk about Germany. <laughs> like, it is a done deal. They okay? just keep taking all the best players. These guys take the best coaches, the best players from other teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're good, you're coming to Bayern. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Right? Yeah. So, y'all need to stop this shit. Upper Meccano is there. What they call that dude? Sabisa is there. Yule uh, Nagelsmann is there. You guys need to stop that shit, man. You know what I mean? Oh, by the way, did, did, have you have you been watching uh, Germany play lately? Um, no, but I know they've made the World Cup. 
Yeah, man. So they they smashed every team. Of course, they even did. hard games. They they also did it. Hansi Flick has changed it again. Yeah, of course they did. But we'd we'll love to see them in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what they do. I want to see them play England again. Cause that's where that's where my qualms are. At. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys took that L though. That was a nice, beautiful L. Ooh, you know what? England, honestly, they didn't win the thing. They did what Gareth Southgate always does. Gareth Southgate, that's a classic, um, classic idiot. But like you know, they did what they they did what they they do, right? Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah. at least the one thing I will say that the, finals, the one the one thing I'll say England did for me was made me watch Germany fall. In a in a in a game that meant something, and yeah. I think a lot of Germans were like awoken because Ger- German the German players were cocky. They were I remember that before that game they came out and they were like, "We know how to play England. We always the history will repeat itself." And I said, "You know what? <laughs> in, if there's one day that I will I will, I am fully back in Southgate to come in and do his business, <laughs> this was the day. <laughs> and and Southgate united England by doing that. Yeah. He, that was the one thing I would give him credit for. He united England by doing that, by saying, like, look, you know what? Today, and he got a, bit, a little bit of luck. He got uh-huh. a little bit of luck. But he came in today, we will freaking teach these motherfuckers a lesson. And they, they freaking did it. You know? So I'm glad. I am I am glad that at least I got to, I, I got to see that because... Mm-hmm. I've seen enough Germany fucking repping rep England, ripping England. So in what, do you th- what do you think is gonna happen now when Germany and England play again? Um, England will probably lose <laughs> <laughs> because, of, because of one man. Oh, Asif Flick is too good of a coach, and um, that guy is not an idiot, right? Mm-hmm. So he's always innovative. He's always trying something new. Is the reason Germany won the World Cup? Yeah, you can say that, but um, you know, the, the, the Guacamole still at least trusted him enough to. Give him, give you him know, some type of freedom yeah. to do his, his job, right? So I, I believe um, Hansi Flick has got has got this. Uh, he's got he's got his he's got things together. He's yeah. got his things together with the team. But can you imagine but, Hansi but, Flick's assistant learning from him? Yeah, but every game. But I will tell you one thing: Eng- England work well against teams that are open. Mm-hmm. You know, except if if Southgate is brave enough to just say, "Look." These guys are gonna open up, so I am gonna I, I am I am I am gonna I am gonna take advantage of it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I am, I am gonna box the Tyson Fury. I'm gonna go Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. right? You know we're gonna get knocked down, but we're gonna come back and we're gonna knock them out. Mm-hmm. If he at least does that, I can guarantee you England will beat Germany. But if he doesn't do it, if he says if he looks at you know Germany and says, oh shit. They just got Hansi Flick. Little Sina is playing like he's a beast. Uh, what they call that guy? Um, uh, uh, Freak Werner has reawoken. Havertz is on his ninth chakra. Sound like, you know, sound like, like the you know, like something crazy. Like you know, if he starts thinking all this crazy shit, yeah. then England sh- will will get their assholes ripped apart. Like that. <laughs> that's I can guarantee you. So um, it's just a matter of uh, it's just a it's a matter of. Um, uh, it's a it's a matter of it's it's a, it's a it's a matter of what England does. To yeah. be honest, England have the players now. Yeah. There's no excuse. They, do. they have the players to do what they need to do. They have the, in my opinion, one of the most two of the most innovative managers coaching these players mm-hmm. in Klopp and uh, actually three. Sorry, I forgot Tuchel in Klopp, Pep, and Tuchel. Mm-hmm. Three of the most innovative managers are coaching some of these English players. You can't. You, you there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, um, 
That's it, man. I think we should call it a night. Yeah. I'm pretty tired. My butt is, like, hurting because I've been sitting on this chair for so goddamn long. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I want to say thanks, guys, once again. Yeah. Um, you know, go, uh, join us at uh, Podcast CBF on Twitter. Yes, yes. Uh, mostly me is going to be taking care of that handle right now. Yeah. But I see that, uh, Victor, you got up uh, your old handle back up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Victor. Whatever it's called. Yeah, Victor Speck. Yeah. But yeah. it's actually MV Strive. I think I changed it. No, MV Strive. Okay. Yeah. Well. But let me check because I have, I have, I think I might have a couple, man. Don't worry, guys. We're going to link you guys up on my Twitter at PodcastCBF or Uncle, aka Uncle CB. Um, yeah. And mine is at Victor underscore SPEC. That's where I'm at. Okay. You know? Well, yeah. You see me from here and there, you know, commenting on the Podcast CBF. Uh, um, uh, Twitter, so yeah, but thanks for listening to our therapy session, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, we are we're, we're, we're looking at making some other things, maybe starting up a YouTube and actually starting up uh, like a video forum just to show you guys a little bit about our coaching styles and, and analyzing some games, some mistakes, maybe you know, it's all in the works, but nothing's nothing for sure, nothing's for sure. <laughs> We don't make no promises, right? Hey, you know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe we do have the YouTube actually uh, ready to go if we yeah. ever want to. So yeah, we do. It all depends when we're ready to uh, put our faces up there for people to see and all that. And, um, you know, get uh, bantered out of our life. So yeah, uh, They're going to call us ugly and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, boy, no pimple. <laughs> Um, either way, people. E- either way, it's uh, been a great show. Appreciate you guys and... Um, Yeah, have a good one. Thanks, guys. Ciao.